Elevate Visual is a proud sponsor of the Nerd Podcast. Let Elevate Visual help you with your next videography project, including licensed drone services, real estate video tours, business promotional videos and advertisements, and much more. Give Brandon a call today at 320-491-4418. freaking place right what's that at boone <clears throat> who's what uh, what's all over the well, place in those heat races the officiating yes because one one guy one guy would drill somebody and get a black flag yeah and the next guy would hit somebody and no black flag one time they would almost let the leader get to the guy that was spun out before they'd throw the yellow flag the next time they'd throw the yellow flag like two seconds after yeah. the guy spun out that was the only thing that i was kind of wondering it's a freaking circus well it, it is <laughs> and, I, and 100% get when what they're get trying a, to do you get a thousand race cars that show yeah. up as they're trying to get through right? a show and get it done at a decent hour and i mean it is what it is but you also have to you got to put safety first you got to put the drivers and the people and the crew safety first um and hey yeah if you spin out majority of those guys just keep right on going because you know you're getting chucked you're getting chucked to the pits if you cause yellow anyway so you might as well keep going hopefully get a yellow right the, most of the time you don't but well, I, I don't know. Here's the thing about Boone, and I, I've not been there, but I watch a lot of racing there on TV. The speeds aren't fast. No. And I think that's what they think. They're like, well, this isn't a fast racetrack. And IMCA cars are slower, are slower than Minnesota cars. So you have more reaction time. But regardless, if – <laughs> Could you imagine if our insurance guy went to that race? <laughs> he, he he'd have a freaking stroke before they got done with hot laps. Well, and then the flip side is still a <laughs> it's still an every lap matters format too. You know 100%. what I mean? So it's like we got to go. Yeah, and I wish they'd. It's tough to. I wish they'd set a precedence on the cars and heat races. Eight to nine. I think you could go ten to eleven. I, I really think you could. Eight laps because it's still a the tough part. the The difference with that, and that is one thing was sold. I don't know why they mess with their numbers all the time. They should have kept. They should keep ten to twelve cars in heat races. It's passing points anyway. So, hundred percent. Um, Boone's a little bit different deal just because you got to win that darn heat race. Um, in the at least in the mods and well, the, yeah, to get in the to be able to draw in the front half at, of the field, right? At least in the mods and yep. the and the stock, uh, stock cars. cars, you have to. So that's the tough part about that. So I think you have to kind of keep the car count down from there so I, I don't know I, I i just find this interesting that we're opening up talking about boone when the wasota 100 just got done and we're still talking oh, no. about boone we'll what does that tell you about no. the Wissota 100 we're not stuck does not tell us anything we're just comparing is all we're doing <laughs> yeah but the conversation is about doing. boone <laughs> well, boone's boone I mean, everybody's got their own issues imca's just got got as many issues as wasota does so it's just it's just the way it is right well, let's get up and running here. Is this 25? With the dirt. I don't know where we're at. I lost count. Brandon shaking the, his head, yes. Brandon went on vacation for 36 weeks, and we lost the track of the count. And actually, Brandon's probably the only one who's been working around here. No. So probably. Have you got any sleep lately? Last couple nights. Last couple nights, he says he got some sleep. So Boone to the Wasota 100. Now where? Are you done for, this? Are you done for the year? 
Oh, you're doing the Madtown Showdown. All right. All right. All right. So we are uh, season two, episode. Are we 25? Did we figure that out? We are at episode 25. 25 is a number. 25, 25, 25. You get one shout out, Dan. Who's your favorite number 25? You're making me think. I'm supposed to do that. At I got one. That, I got one that's gonna. I, you're not supposed to make me do that at 8:34 a.m. Well, crack a diet Miller and you'll be fine. Uh, I got a Coke Diesel. Today. 25 is tough. Well, there's local. I, I want a, a Viking Speedway car. Oh my god. I got one. Holy shit! I got I gotta one. go back in the Rolodex thinking about that. I've got a throwback one. Twenty-five. <clears throat> Twenty-five. I, that's the only, I, there's only one I can think of. I mean, damn it, Cross! I think you got me on this one. Other than Ken Schrader, Ken Schrader well, yeah, twenty-five for a while. Yeah. Um, are you going to remember this guy? You probably will. I, I probably, when you say it, I'll probably feel like a dumbass for not knowing it. But Scotty Kilmeyer was number 25. You know Scotty. That's, you, know his, that's, you, know, you know his dad. Everybody that, knows his dad. That, yeah, that's, Virgil. That's a, that's a rollback. That's a rollback. <laughs> the only that's reason why I know that is rollback. He, was, he grew up right around my sister. and Well, he was with Rick Tennis, mm-hmm. kind of that kind of clan, too, so. Um, that's kind of, yeah. Old Scotty Kilmeyer was number 25. I was that's number like, 25 in college hockey. That's like it. That's literally it. <laughs> well, Mike Jans is 25 now. No, but I mean, local, um, local. Like, I, uh, nobody. I really can't think of anybody. Not even like the, uh, well, Dylan, isn't Dylan Nelson was sort of 100 Superstock champions, 25. Um, I mean, there's a couple out there, but. Hank Berry, 25? Yeah. Hank Berry's 25. It's like 6-0 to zero right now, Jeff to Dan. You haven't even thought of one yet. <laughs> Ran and grab a Diet Miller out of the fridge. <laughs> so, anyway, now we're going to get talking off with the big um, the big event that just happened. Uh, Wasota had their uh, Wasota 100. Wasokia. Uh, what, what year was it? 37th, I think it was. Was it, 30, was it 37 or 36? I should know because Kyle Hall said it 50 to 20. Don't talk about Kyle Hall on the show. <laughs> Come on, let's call him up and have Don't a- Don't talk about Kyle Hall on the show. <laughs> the, the only conversation I'm going to have about the aforementioned Kyle Hall he's, is going to be towards the end of this statement. He's got a little sister um, podcast. That ain't a podcast. <laughs> That ain't a podcast. Uh, if that's a podcast, we're changing the title of this. That ain't going to be a podcast so anyway, no more. Dan wimped, wimped out on me and didn't go up with me on Wednesday like we uh, usually no. always do. I had to work Thursday, and I couldn't get home at 1 a.m. in the morning because I knew they were going to yeah. run a freaking death march up there, yeah. which they did. Seven hours and 26 minutes was the broadcast. Yeah. It is what it is. But anyway, um, I know we watched it all. Yeah. Watched it all on. Uh, what's your um, what's your what's your number one take? Um, as far let's let's start on let's start on a positive note. I want to I want to hear one thing from you. You thought that Wasota did went above and beyond and did something a little bit better than they have in the past. They were three out of four on time management. Correct. Yes. I Wednesday night that. was a dumpster fire. Yep. The other three nights. They did yeah. a good job of keeping the show moving. Yep. Brandon says a little bit too good because they had a hard time getting lineups up and doing replays. 
Yep. So it was the, the theme was move, 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 move so much that Mike was getting the races going so fast that they couldn't get lineups up on the well, board, and we're having a hard time doing doing replays for Thursday. Caution. We know why, right? Which. I mean, yeah, Johnny Holm would have probably been dum, napping. Dum, dum. He would have been napping at 11 p.m. because it's past his bedtime. Um, and I, I, I get it. I mean, looks, you know, you got Johnny Holm there. I, I, hey, good job trying to do something. People bought tickets to watch a race. Exactly. Don't put you put Johnny Holm behind the deal and figure out a good time to do it or what. And you know, they move the show. But the flip side is when they did move that show along, that ha- that made him realize, oh God, let's do this because. And I thought the crowd Wednesday was okay. Um, it wasn't spectacular, but it was the best crowd between Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday was the best crowd. Oh, 100% was because everybody knows Wednesday's the best night to go because it, that's when all the best cars the best, are running. Plus, it had the Challenge Series finale, and I thought right. they did a pretty good job of promoting their – not promoting up to the Challenge Series, but that race, I thought they did I a good job. I think the integration <clears throat> of that was choppy at best into the 100. Yep. But I think it definitely it definitely did bring more fans Wednesday night. But here's the thing. You shouldn't need a sideshow coming into your biggest event of the year to bring people. You shouldn't. If you if you market this correctly, everyone should know that shit. Wednesday night's the night we got to be there because that's when all the barking dogs are gonna run. Yep. And part of this problem is their own making. Number one, three wide starts at that place are dumb. <laughs> I'm I'm so I'm so sick and tired of watching Why? good race cars get destroyed. Why? Hold on here a sec. Why? As a fan, that's what you want. No, you it's want to see the three wide deal. You you want, but you want the best cars on the track. I to get try that. finish okay. the race. Listen, so don't have a demolition derby start. It's called give and take at that deal. But there's there's four knuckleheads on that track, <laughs> one in each yep, class yep. that do not do that. And when you put them in a three wide start, they're, they're not yep. smart enough to think and outside of their box. That. Two years and they ago, wreck the field. Two years ago, I didn't even make it to the start finish line, the start of the race, because I had a knucklehead starting behind me. I, exactly. This. And one of these days, um, a knuckle sandwich is going to come out because I still owe him one. So I'm still mad about it. Wow. But listen, I. The tough part we were talking about this on the one to go show. You can't. From a fan standpoint, I think it's cool, but you know you're one hundred percent right from a driver standpoint. Not um, at that racetrack. That's too race narrow. You can't do it. You can't because it's coming out of the problem is getting into one well the big issue getting into one is they move that damn tire out too far. You take away a whole take lane the of the track. tires away. Get them out of there. And then coming out of two's dumpster fire at Fergus. Because ninety ninety five percent of those drivers mm-hmm. don't race at Fergus weekly. And if you're on that high side coming out of two and there's somebody on the bottom and mm-hmm. you don't lift you're the call the ambulance right now. Well, why do you think the freaking backstretch of that place is a race car graveyard? Has been since the day it was turned into dirt. One hundred percent. And it's actually gotten worse. It's it's horrible. It's gotten worse since they moved the wall out and moved the bottom in. Um and I mean it was bad when it first opened up. Um but you didn't the problem is now you're when they redid that wall over there, you're almost like a slingshot coming down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> they should they shouldn't have moved that wall out. They needed to move the back straightaway wall out ten feet. Yeah, which they couldn't because it's buried. I mean, I get that, but hey, um, when you got that kind of money behind your operation, <clears throat> you can do whatever you want. Well, that is that is correct. So so let's but let's that call no, a spade a shovel. Yep. Nope. I I agree with the uh, that was and it sounds like there's a bunch of drivers mad. About the three wide start. Um, well, they should be. They sent multiple 
Well, praise the super stocks because they're the only one that made it one lap with the three wide deal. So, which you told me, Streeter's wreck, sure. B mods wreck, supers made uh, it through, <laughs> mods and lates not so much. <laughs> no, it's it's dumb. If if you were running that race at at Viking, or you're running it at Cedar Lake, you can do a three wide start because the tracks are wide enough and there's no bottle. Well, Cedar's not Cedar's worst boat is bad coming out of two is no, Ferguson. But, but it's wide enough. There's there's no bot. There's no drastic bottleneck. Getting like in it a little bit is, but you're still gonna have a bottleneck coming out of two and Cedar. A little so, bit, but nothing like this. I'd pay good money to watch it Viking. Oh, it'd be awesome. Three wide start would be absolutely unbelievable. Wide, right? <clears throat> And you start a little bit, you know, later, you know. Yeah, except the guys on the outside lane would be freaking getting freight train because it'd be all crumbs up there like it always is. <laughs> nah, nah, this, well, well, depends on, it all depends on when you're racing. So, no, I Wednesday did get strung out a little bit, but the number one reason why Wednesday got strung out a little bit, um, me and my dad got there, or my dad and I, however you want to put it, found to be political. Are we politically correct on show? No. We're not politically correct. No, and so, we're, so not gonna, we're not going to show off our grammar skills either. So me and my dad uh, <laughs> <laughs> showed up to, we got there about 10 to 5. Mm-hmm. Rolled into the VIP tent. You know how that uh-huh. works. So, I know exactly which is how it works. You know what? Thanks for Wasota for doing that. That's cool. Let all the promoters, and we were hanging out with some promoters. And Sam Mars was doing his qualifying. <laughs> Tires were squealing going yep. through one and two. During during qualifying, I was not, I, I turned it on when that at that very time when you walked in <laughs> is when I turned my TV on and I actually saw Sam Mars on the track when I turned yes. my TV on and I was having deja vu flashbacks to World of Outlaws qualifying two years ago. So that's what set rubber Wednesday back, and then Wednesday, the first Superstock heat race was on the tires, mm-hmm. and a yellow came out. What happened? They moved the tires out in the middle of the race. I was I was sitting next to, um, not throwing them under a bus, I was sitting next to Andrew Banks, and they yeah. listen to the show all the time um, because he needs something to do, and he's driving or working or whatever he's doing. And he's like, every week <laughs> they come out there and they push them tires out. So what, what they did, uh, I get it. They tried moving the lane up off the bottom. Okay, well, it did. Well, then what happened in the mods? The baby was locked down in the middle of the track. Um, I talked to a couple late model drivers. They said they walked up there to watch the B mains, the late models. It was locked down in the middle with mm-hmm. rubber. Yeah. <clears throat> well, when you make everybody run and run what's already black, what do you think is going to happen? And then the, there was no top. There was no moisture was up top. I, I bet you I know why they moved the tires out. The Hoosier, the Hoosier rep was there, and they weren't selling quite enough, so they pushed them out so some guys would chunk some tires up so they could get some more 9%. Or, <laughs> or my theory is who was starting in front in the late models. I don't even remember. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember. And he went straight backwards. That's, uh, that's where my uh, sunk like the Titanic. Yeah. So that was, I think that, you know, not having that track wet, wet enough on um, Thursday de- or Wednesday definitely hurt that show. Okay. Um, Time out. We're done talking about moisture. At I-94. Because the only time the track's wet is if it rains. Or... They never flood that thing. Or Saturday night to start the night. Yeah. And then then it was strippy wet. Yeah, then it was... It took four races for the thing to even be to the point where anybody could do anything with it. Yeah. And then... um, But 
say what you want to say that was probably Wednesday night challenge series late model feature was a good one. It was good. It was a really good race. But there was three farm shows. Um, they, they did. Yep. Um, so Pat Door, um, good to see him. Uh, Pat Door, Radetzky, and Mars are the only three Wisconsin cars that came over. Correct. I uh, believe that's correct. Kanta yes. said, "Screw it." Um, Everybody else went Cedar. So the, and so the other argument is: was, Did the, the Challenge Series help the fan count? Yes. Did it help the car count? No, um, because they had forty-seven late models last year, and they had forty-four this year. I believe were the numbers. So your actually late model count was down, but every every class was down in cars. So, um, but very good late model race. Uh, Pat Dore had the lead. Um, our boy um, now from Alexandria, Minnesota, Ryan Michelson. Um, took the lead from door in traffic and i uh, talked to ryan yesterday and said um i just said, did you watch the race what do you need to do different he said his number one mistake was as soon as he got by well <laughs> sparby <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sparby and um um burdick burdick and someone were racing side by side and my michael's ryan was having a hard time getting by me he finally cleared him and he's like all right, I got two cars between me and Door. Well, Door got him coming out of two right away, so he kind of stayed right with him. He said, and then he said when he was in lap traffic, he didn't realize that the middle had taken had latched down a little bit. He didn't know that, and that's where Door was running. Um, and then Door got him. I think was it last lap? So two to go. So one Door to go? Door actually slowed down but sped up because he found the rubber. Mm-hmm. Right. That makes well, sense to me. One hundred percent. And Ryan did the same thing. He was mm-hmm. like. He was because he, he in lap traffic he went up top over in three and four. He's like, oh, it's decent up here. So then he then he was he was good over there. Yep. He said he couldn't find where to go in one and two. Um, so he was searching. It's a lot of times when you're searching, where are you searching? You're searching cushion or you're searching tires, looking for moisture. Right. A lot of time you're not looking for the rubber. So, but really good race. Um, Dustin Sorensen got up there and ended up third. Um, so it was a really good. Uh, thought Wednesday. I thought the Wednesday that was the best show. Um, and then you got into Thursday and Friday, thought the racing was okay, nothing spectacular. And then you went into Saturday. Um, this, the street stock features were excellent every night. They were for the most part. Um, they had that, that class just like the, the class just races well. Yeah. The, the tough part about was the, a lot of the big shooters were out in the streeters right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you obviously had Riley, Jeanette, and excuse me, who ended up third? I don't remember. Gullickson, Jimmy Gullickson. Yeah, he did. He did. And they started up front. So, um, and Eric that Riley. It feels so deep. It is. It's Dude, really it's deep. It's so deep. I mean, if you start, <clears throat> if you start third row at the Wasota 100, you're probably too far to get to the right? front because it's so freaking deep. I mean, there are so many good guys. Um, I think, and this this is some people probably say, "Oh, this is bullshit" or whatever else. But I'm going the, the performance of the weekend, hands down, in my eyes. Blake Adams goes jumps in a freaking B mod and wins the qualifier on Friday. <clears throat> um, and then fourteen year old kid and daddy screwed his car up for the feature. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> he admitted to do it. We, uh, Ryan talked to him yesterday because. I uh, I, we were talking on the one to go show about surprises, and I said, I, you know, it was a surprise that 
Buzzy showed up, and it 100% was. Um, and obviously, but he was bringing his kid. So mm-hmm. um, great. Blake won the deal, and then Buzzy. So um, Buzzy tightened up his car way too much, and you saw him. He yeah. was super tight, and he went back a little bit, but he held his ground in there. And then Buzzy um, decided to try something new on the left rear of his, his car for the feature. Did you see when it broke? His left rear was all jacked up. He he tried some shock, different deal combination, and he's kicking himself right now because he should have just left it. <laughs> why why would you try anything when your car is that fast in a qualifier? Because he had a, he he had to call he had to call and apologize to uh, to us on the one to go show for letting us down because we were all pumping his tires about Blake and uh, and Buzzy and everybody was picking them and stuff like that. So. Yeah, he like I said, it was car broke. I'm like, what? What, what was he trying to do? I trying to lap know. the field or I what? I don't know. I mean, I'm sorry, but he, he had a hot rod. He Maybe had a, I, he had a hot rod. Eichens had a hot rod. Gertis had a hot rod. Got taken out in the first freaking lap. Um, I, done. Let's three wide starts. <laughs> so that um, so Midwest mods, Brennan Waite. Um, got the win killed there. Him. Yeah, killed him. Did a really good job. Um, and you know, Zach Benson was nowhere to be found. Lucas Rodine faded. Um, I don't even remember who got. Travis Sauer got third. Who got second? Uh, it was good do, for do, a while, do, 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 do. and then Wade drove away. I can't remember who got second. Brandon. Damn it! Travis Sauer got third. I know that. I'll tell you. Trying to think who got, I got second. The, I guess see if the old brain box is up from its nap yet. It wasn't. Wasn't Rodine? Wasn't Benz? I can't remember who else was starting up there. Oh, and I can't. Then the Midwest mods. I know they had a little bit of a wreck at the start of the race, correct? Because I know they didn't make it three wide no, either. This. Um, <laughs> you found it yet over there? Yeah. Hey, hang on, hang on. His brain box is tired. God, he we I'm telling you, Diet Miller's fix that. Or a Scott Bill. won. Scott got second. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He went. He was fast all week, yeah. coming off his win at the sites, um, and then Scott got second. So, uh, where was Rodine? Rodine got fourth. Oh, he did hang in there. Okay, so where was and where Zach Benson end up? Was he a sixth? Deep? Oh, he got sixth. Started eleventh, got sixth. Okay. So I mean, those those guys were there just. You know, some of those national point guys just weren't really quite up for contention. There was just, I mean, when you're in that good of a field, it's and, hard to move. Yeah. And then I think the um, probably the upset of the week is probably Dylan Nelson in the Supers. I know he's been fast all year. Um, he did win one up there earlier. There's really nobody there. Um, but Sebraski's nowhere to be found. Um Kurt Myers is at Easy Crusher right now, crushing his car. Um, you had um, Dexton. Dexton faded. Dexton definitely faded. Um, ended up, he got third. He yeah, faded he, more than that, I think, and he kind of stayed there. He, yeah, he, he but he wasn't on his A game. Um, Timmy Johnson came from Rothsay <laughs> and got second. Yep. Um, he might even started in Fargo. He might even have been that far back. Um, so it's good to see him get up there and mix things up. Um, so yeah, it was, um, obviously the wreck of the week was, um, um, was Kurt Myers. Did you see the video from the tailgate section, Brandon? No, I didn't. Oh yeah. I, I sent that to all these. I sent these to all these guys. 
These, uh, I mean, there were some movers. Carter Rents got went from twenty third to thirteenth. Andrew Johnson was up from thirty third to twelfth. Um. So I know we talked a little bit about Kurt Meyer's deal. I, I and I'm hoping Gene and Billy, Billy, not Billy M, got over to check out Kurt Meyer's car. There's no reason there needs to be a fuel cell laying on the track. I mean, Rolo, they carried the fuel cell off the track. I heard that. You know what I mean? Um, and looking at that car, uh, it's a round tube car. Yep. Um, I think that's one of the issues right there. His over rails are round tube. Um, most all the affordables are square tubing, um, which I think is a bunch strong. You know, you're going to be able to get cracks and stuff more because it's a little bit sturdier. But, um, I mean, I've been in some pretty violent wrecks, never lost my fuel. So, and then I haven't seen a car. He was high. I, when we first saw that deal, we saw the end of it. Um, he was over the fence. He was over top the fence, um, and landed straight down on his tail. But I really don't think any car. TRC needs to look at that and say, how are we going we to make sure we keep this fuel cell in the car so it's not flying around? Well, and the other thing is, too, is, okay, so when when you're engineering a chassis, that's not one of the things you look at. We, you're not, nobody's ever simulating what happens when you're 24 feet in the air, right? Much less when you have all that lead bolted to the back end of that car that's, mm-hmm. that's basically doing the old twirly bird up there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I... When you impact that way and you have all that lead back there, the lead itself probably coming down the way it did probably caused a lot of that shit to happen. Yeah, that thing just crunched. I mean, it's completely gone. You saw the picture. Yeah, sitting he, in, I mean, he was. You know how it is, Jeff? You you've been in wrecks where you didn't feel like you you didn't feel like you got hit that hard, but you did a shit ton of damage to your car. Yeah, and then you get into another wreck that you feel like, oh shit, I don't even want to get out and look at this thing because it's destroyed. And you maybe got a frame horn tipped a quarter inch. Right, right. <clears throat> it, it's yeah. It's, it's all weird. about angles, you know. And yeah. It's, and that, like I said, that was cars are heavier, and he that was a heck of a hit. Glad he's okay first and foremost. Um, sure, he got out and had a couple smokes, and I know he, uh, <laughs> I know he had a couple words with uh, Mister Jordan Hinkemeyer. So. Um, is that what did Jordan? Yeah. Turn? Well, he came up off the bottom. Jordan was above him, and is another one of those deals. Um, it's I ninety four. Happened to Bailey. Same thing. Basically, right reared into the wall. Someone needs to lift. Someone didn't. Um, just is what it is. You get the affordable house car and the TRC house car. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Um, <laughs> just uh, you never know. But uh, that was obviously um, really violent wreck. Glad Kurt's okay. Um, and then, like I said, Dylan Nelson took the win and kind of cruised away with that deal. And then you got into the. Uh, uh, the modifieds, and would you would have guessed if I would have told you before the week that TPO is going to roll the bottom and win the Wissota 100? Would you have been like, "No, you're drunk." Uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would have said, "He's how many guys is he going to have to? Is he going to drive through to get there to, so he can do it?" And drive the answer was a few. <clears throat> I keep my eye on him every lap as he's on the track, and there's a camera <laughs> on him, and he's never clean. Yeah, well. Got to put fans in the stands, Dan. Sell T-shirts. Well, you wanna, you wanna make, you'll get made famous doing that if you do yeah. it long enough. Yeah, that's how she rolls. 
Oh, somebody's going to be rolling, all right. I mean, how do you th- Day's coming. <laughs> that's the way it always. That's so the way it always goes. Really good race. I think Don Eichens probably um, would have been the favorite to win that baby. Um, breaks the fuel pump belt um, on that one yellow, um, which was super. Oh, he tough had the, he had the fastest him. car. Yeah, and he um, well, he got a little bit of a break on Friday. He, he looped it leading and <laughs> kept going. Yeah, and then it paid off for him. So. You know, you can say, hey, well, he looped it on his own. Well, no, he kept going, and that's why you keep going. Um, then the yellow came out behind him. So, yep. um, but, you know, overall, uh, like I said, Buzzy broke, Gertis, Dusty Bitson, all those guys got, Zach Johnson, they all got tied up in Dusty that. Dusty came back up to ninth. Did he get back. back up there? It was ninth or tenth, I think I yeah, saw. Yeah, ninth. Um, a lot of those guys got caught up in that three and four wreck yeah, on the first lap. I don't know if someone got tagged or spun, or I don't know what happened. I watched that, so. the replay. That's all I'm going to say. You'll see. So that's what happened there. Um, and then uh, TPO and Dave Kane put on a good show. Um, they definitely did. And old Dave Kane said he shouldn't have changed his line. Um, he was watching Jake and the spotter, and he kept saying, run the middle, run the middle. And he was doing great. And then, you know, TPO slipped by. And a great run for Blake Jetvig. Good to see him. Uh, hasn't raced very much this year, but good to see him get a top three and and uh, have a good run. Yeah. I'm glad it's over. Glad what's over. And your boy won the late models too. We're not talking about that. What? TPO won the late model. Why don't I talk about that? In his rocket, XR1 rocket. You say we're good with steel motors. He beat the, um, (laughs) he beat the, uh, who got second? Did, what Overton end up? I don't remember. It was the race that he I was second. It was third. the race I cared about the least. Why? Because th- why, Dan? There's very, very seldom is there a good with soda late model race anyway. Well, they had, you had the best one in probably ten years on Wednesday. Well, yeah. And you had a good field. Um, you want to talk about the worst call of the week? What was the worst Searing call of the week? Second. Searing got second. Overton got third. The worst call of the week. I texted out in our group. You remember? Nah, I don't remember. The Friday night? That was the night I went to bed. I got sick no, of No, it was the heat races. Shit. The Chad Becker, Dustin Sorensen deal. Remember Becker just took the lead on Radetzky and Sorensen blew it into three and four too hard and hit Becker and spun out. And they threw Becker to the back. And Sorensen stopped uh-huh. on the track and said, no, that's my fault. Remember that? Yeah. Um, Sorensen's like, no, that was my fault. I caused the yellow. I'm going to the back. Um, and they wouldn't change the call. Uh, so he just pulled off the track. Uh, and then he had, to, he had to come through the B, and then they threw, ended up throwing Becker to the back. So he, ended so up he admitted that he, that he freaking screwed the pooch, yep. and this brain, the brain-dead idiot still wouldn't reverse the call? No. Well, that tells you a lot right there. And, and, and for the most part, the um, I, I thought the officiating was good all week. I, there wasn't... Most of the calls they made were right. I um, that was I, the only. I didn't see anything glaring. No, but that that one with Becker and Sorensen was glaring. One hundred percent was. Um, and yeah, and Becker was underneath Radetzky, and he did get in a little hot and drifted up a little bit. But he had two, three, four car lengths on Sorensen. Sorensen blasted it in there, and he right. admitted to it. It's my fault. So, um, but other than that, um, we did. Um, so we got the calculator out yesterday. 
Down nine. Car count was down nine percent. <laughs> car count was down. I think there's a correlation. That's not between what we 9%. were calculating. No, you don't want any idea what we were calculating yesterday, me and Mister One to go. Uh, how much money was soda made per car on nope. on fees? Nope. What? Nope. What else is the calculator going to add up? How many tires got burned up? Nope. Purse money. Oh, 140 grand? No. 2022 purse to the 2023 purse. Oh, how much was it down? So get this. So we, so a late model driver Mm -hmm. contacted Ryan, pissed off at the world about what he got paid for. What do you get, eighth or tenth? I'm glad somebody's paying attention finally. Um, He's like, it cost me 550 bucks in parking pit passes and me one pit guy. Yeah. Just And then I I get in the top 10 to late models and I, I get 750 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and you wreck three tires doing So that. we started doing the math and um, they cut the purse in the late models, the modifieds, mm-hmm. yep. the supers, and the street stocks. Yep. And they raised the Midwest mod purse. Yep. But they didn't raise the B mod purse as much as they cut the rest of them. Uh, no, we, we didn't go that far. Um, two years ago, they cut the purse. Three years ago, they cut the purse. It's three years in a row yep. now, they cut the purse. That's why I call it the Wissota fundraiser. Um, and then the other number we did, um, all the ROC money. Race Champions money was supposed to go into the qualifiers. It didn't correct? happen, did it? No, it didn't happen. No. Close. They did add. They did add to the qualifiers. I will do that. They didn't add enough. They threw hundred dollars on the super stock. So it's two fifty to win the qualifier. Yep. But there's not there's not one track in Wasota that pays two fifty to win the everybody pays more than that. Correct. Vikings four hundred. Yes. With uh, a solid payback. Right. Hundred bucks for tenth. So that, and I know uh, there's there's some late model guys are a little bit upset about that. I'm you know I'm not sure. So the Midwest mod, the top five in the supers paid more, but six through whatever paid more. The the Midwest mods paid more than the super purse. Yep. And the street stocks ran for the exact same purse as the Pro Four modifieds. Yep. Did you know that? Yep. Congratulations. Okay. So. Before I lose my train of thought, every driver, crew guy, owner listening to this, listen and listen well and share this with all your friends. There is no good reason that next year when the Wasota 100 happens that your car should be at the track. Right. None. That is the weekend that you should have your car in the shop going through every nut, bolt, heim joint, making sure your motor's fresh, all your stuff's good. And then go out and support the local racetracks that put on specials that actually pay you without charging you for pit parking and ATV fees and all this other bullshit that actually, so you can support a racetrack to keep a racetrack in business rather than giving your money to the, to the organization that's been doing nothing but taking your money all summer. Yep. And it's, and it's still the number one knock. It's, it's a, it, it's this is literally. This is literally a moral obligation of every freaking person that wants to see auto racing thrive rather than decline. Boycott this race and support the tracks that support you. Yep. And they nickel and dime. Everybody said, God, they nickel and dime you to death. Everywhere you go, it's money, money, this, money, this, money, this. Um, And, you know, you can say, yes. Did the winners get some more contingency prizes? Yes. 
but very little. But well, it was way more than yeah. But there was a lot of stuff out there. Nothing actually. like nothing that like what was promised. Well, no. You're gonna wait next year. You're not gonna hardly be able to see the car. Shit. Well, I mean, I went. Listen, you got to go baby steps because it went from nothing. It literally went from a tire and a mud scraper to, I mean, there was. I yeah, mean, but I talked to people that said that they gave away less stuff at the pit meetings. They gave away a lot. I was that's my next point. They gave away a so lot less a, stuff. So it's a net the, zero. Basically, what it is. So but, they did nothing. But you got to remember half the stuff they gave away at the pit meetings. I mean, they used to give away can coolers, mm-hmm. like a sleeve of can coolers. It's like, like, come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, those should be free. The Speedway Motors can coolers should be laying everywhere just for you to grab them. There should be like a dozen of them laying in every parking spot in the pits. Right. Before you even get in. Like, you should have to get out to pick up your thing like can coolers before you park your trailer. Uh, Flagman should just, Neilan should just give those to the, as he, as he parks the guys. Here yeah. you go. Thanks for coming. Here you go. Thanks for coming. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so they did, you know, they did do a little bit, but they did cut. I mean, it was only like, it was only like 15, 20 prizes total oh, each horrible. day. It used to be three or four pages. Yes. I mean, people used to walk out of there with. I mean, well, they probably didn't have anybody to write the winners on the marker board because it was such a disorganized disaster down there. I, so, got, fir- I got firsthand reports about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That's that's whatever. That, that's it. It was it is. But, I guess Billiam and Sally struck a nerve. <laughs> old flagman. The old flagman. Uh, I talked to him yesterday. He goes, "Oh my god." He goes, "She goes." She was just she was just drilling him. Who's who's behind this? Who's behind this? He's like, I don't know. He goes, if you want to find out who's behind it, you better call. A-O. Nobody does. Nobody knows. It. He <laughs> doesn't know who's behind it. Um, there was a Billiam sighting at Cedar Lake. Did you see the video? Yep, sure did. <laughs> did you see it, Brandon? Oh, where, were, where were all the shirts at the 100? We have to go. I don't know. I don't know if anybody saw them or where they were out. Or it's hard to see. I wasn't there. And then when it was chills down at night, so you're not going to be in a t-shirt. Uh, so anyway, a Hornet. Well, we will give props to. Uh, we will give props to. Um, Chris Steppen did a great job announcing that. <laughs> so a Hornet loses his tire. And uh, if you, you ever been to Cedar Lake, they got a pond in the infield. And the the tire broke up in one and two, or coming out of two, and it started turning down the hill. And the announcer's like, it's heading to the pond. We're going to have a tire head to the pond. And um, it went in the pond. The tire went in the pond. And next thing you know, a guy's taking off his stuff, and he hops in the pond and grabs the tire out and he's wearing a billium shirt <laughs> and then they interview him wearing in the billium shirt it was uh it was actually pretty uh it was classic actually it was actually it was hilarious we got a everybody got a kick out of that we come he texted he texts ryan right away he's like you gotta watch the hornet feature at cedar <laughs> uh, and there you go we said we had a billium sighting so um and i i know you saw what do they do at Cedar for crowd on Thursday and Friday? And it was Saturday, well, it, it wasn't much it? different than what was going on in Fergus. No, Fergus was way better. It, it, it wasn't nah. close. The Saturday crowd in Fergus to compare to Cedar wasn't close. Fergus had way more. Well, Saturday, way more Saturday, but Thursday and Friday, I was looking at pictures of both our old buddy Bromwich was out at Cedar Lake, and he sent me pictures of the grandstand. There wasn't much. There it was at a, all. it was a horse apiece. Yeah, Thursday uh, and Friday was a horse apiece. Fergus held more. I don't think so. Yeah, 100%. I don't know. Cedar was bad. Cedar was really bad. I, I Here's the thing. The fact, that, the fact that either of us are even talking about how bad the crowd was at these what used to be big races 
is a direct shot at the people putting them both on. Yeah. The the because these places used to be jarred with people. Yeah, the legendary's completely lost its luster. It, it's 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 just it's you lost can't. It. Nobody wants to watch nine classes of cars. No. I think it's ten, isn't it? Well, whatever. It was eleven last year. I lose interest after four or five. Yeah, you you can't you can't have that. And everybody knows the one hundred gets too spread out, but. Um, the, the crowd on Saturday was that. That's the most I've seen that back grandstand field that on a Saturday night at the 100. There's okay. a lot of people back there. So I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say this, and some people are gonna love me, and some people are gonna hate me, but this is a fact. There's only one way that the Wissota 100 ever gets back to be where to be what it used to be. Well, it's gotta be. A Cedar it has Lake. to Everybody be a Cedar Lake Speedway that. with the Cedar Lake format. That yeah. that's it. Because ever since it's left, and the formats have changed. All it's done is continually decline. Yeah, the first year was back at Fergus. It was better because all the people in the east and central didn't have to go all the way to Huron, so more people went. Well, a lot of those the Huron form- cars came over. Yeah. They're not coming now. No, because the, the format sucks. It's too expensive. It's a house game. Yep, it's like going to the freaking casino, Kraus. Yep, you're gonna walk in there with two grand. And you'll be lucky if you walk out with two hundred. Yep, that's just yep. what's what it is. Yeah, and when we we talked about that too, it's but that cedar format. What made that so special was you ran the um, the streeters and the Midwest mods ran that Wednesday because the Midwest mods weren't that. Pretty. That was when they were small class. Yep, and then and mod fours ran Wednesday too. Yep, and then you had you brought the lates and the lates and mods in. Supers no, late, lates lates and supers lates and supers were on Friday. Were on Friday. Supers had their own day. Modifieds and. Uh, there was two classes. There was two classes. Modifieds ran Wednesday, supers ran Friday, or modifieds ran Thursday, supers ran Friday, and there were so many supers that they had to kick cars out of the pits yeah. to make room for them. Yeah, it was like 150, 155. There was in ninety eight or ninety nine yep. the last year. Every yeah. year the supers, and then you had you you always had seventy to eighty at Aberdeen, mm-hmm. and they had always came in on Friday. Seventy five um, late models, eighty five modifieds. I mean, cars everywhere. So the diff the format was different. You know, and fans, you could get into that. Hey, well, Wednesday, hey, we're going to go watch this. Thursday, now it's a different set of classes. Drivers got into it because they'd bring their shit there on Thursday. They'd work Wednesday. Somebody would haul their stuff up there. They'd take off after work or leave work early on Thursday, go race. Then they'd go home, work on Friday, and then go back up there on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. That was the best part about the Super. I could just go to Aberdeen on Friday. Right. Friday, Saturday, and you're done. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and you wouldn't have to run. I mean, and you had, I don't know. How, how much did they charge for pit parking spots at Cedar Lake? Zero. <laughs> Imagine that. Zero. How much was the draw fee? Probably nothing. Zero. I don't know. It was zero. I don't even remember going to. You know, it was zero. What it wasn't. Because they had freaking people. They well, marketed the event and they had was, the venue. place was jarred. Yeah. Um. What was I just going to say now? Lost my train of thought. I had something important. Um, uh, it was about the 100. I can't remember now. <laughs> so let's let's go let's go through and let's go. Uh, let, let's let's honestly grade this event. Let, let's let's grade the event on different fronts because that's kind of what we did last year. And last year, we had a lot of positive things to say about it in relationship to the year before. Um, officiating. I thought the officiating was fine. Um, 
Um, I'd give it a, I'd give it a B. Yeah, I think so. I think that's fair. I, I don't. There was nothing one, but like I said, you get, you get all them cars. I thought, the, I thought the fishing for the most part. I thought they did a good job. I think the only knock, the only knock that I had on officiating wasn't about making calls. It was about time management. Yeah. Like sometimes they were really slow, and sometimes yeah. they were really, really quick. But there wasn't didn't seem to be consistency about yeah. the flow of the show, and that's yeah. that's their job. But no, I I didn't I didn't see anybody other than that late model deal get blatantly screwed. No. Nope. No. Nope. Um, tech. Was there any unwritten rules and fractions? Listen, as much as you don't want to hear it, you got to give tech an A plus. There wasn't one. You know why? Mm-hmm. You one hundred percent know why yep. there was nothing at the tech. He he re, he didn't want to deal with another billion video coming out this Correct. week. One hundred. I'm not just saying that because we put that on. One hundred percent. There there was. I haven't heard. I haven't heard one look. Was there a DQ? The only knock was the first night. Brower and Tucker Peterson. We tied on. We talked about this on the phone um, about being late to staging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't know if that was a rule. We talked about were they trying to? They were trying to start in the back, get more points. <laughs> they, is were, what they were doing. <laughs> they were trying to say I'm late for stage, and I'm sure they said the pit mm-hmm. meeting. You're late for stage, and it's every year they want the cars lined up. Yep. You know, going to the Soto 100, you better be lined up, ready to rock. If the heats, the streeters are in the heats, two, three, four, or five heats, you better be lined up, ready to go. So if they weren't, they are were late for stage, and I think they were trying to snooker the system, weren't they? Hundred percent, they were. <laughs> so they had to. They, so, so they both came out. There, there was no. I'm watching these lineups come up. I'm like, why are all the fast guys starting ninth? Yeah. <laughs> like every heat race, I'm like, this, this can't, this can't be. Well, and then we found that it out. Killed both like, their weekends. Yeah, sure they, did. One hundred percent did. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah no, was, I, I thought I, wasn't Tate and Blasic the only DQ of the week with the helmet deal. Yeah, as far as I know, um, and. Uh, Talking to the sources involved and the deal was on. It was it was on him. Yeah. You know what I mean. You go through tech and your helmet's expired. Um, you got a 2015 helmet. Um, I you can't have that. That's it's technically eight years old. Is there anything wrong with it? Probably not. Um, but the way helmets are built these days and they're chipping and cracking and just because mm-hmm. the material is cheaper than it was back in the day, um, that's that's on your own. You got to make sure you have a helmet that's not expired. So, so and other than that, I didn't. Here's the question that I have. I went through the results yesterday. There was nothing. No DQs, no okay. nothing. So. And I haven't heard any stories about pre-tech either. Why? Why did it take till the Wasota 100 for somebody to blow the whistle on his helmet? Uh, good because, question. Because here's the deal. And I'm not going to try to throw nobody under the bus. But what's the most important thing in auto racing? Well, safety, one hundred percent. We we um, talk about all the time: safety equipment, safety equipment, safety equipment. Yeah. If there's a rule about how old a helmet is, you shouldn't get through tech the first night you show up at a track in the spring. That that stuff should be checked. Like when you show up that first night and everybody goes drives through the shed to get their cars checked out. There's got to be a checklist. Well, I mean, Gene and his crew was walking around in Fergus during the opener and during practice because they had the practice and then huh. the opener. Um, they're walking around. T- that's what they did. They just go check safety, and maybe it's um, through the cracks. 
You know, they do it. Tom and Gene do it in Viking too, and Tatum's right. obviously a Viking car. Right. So, um, and a lot of times it's you need to, you know, it's just he's young. Um, he hasn't been around for twenty seven years like I do. I know, I know exactly what my helmet is. You know what I mean? Right. It's like boom. I I know where my belts are. I know my dates, my belts. Got to have a good seat. You know what I mean? I get all that stuff. So uh, something has just slipped through the cracks. And I'm glad they stuck to their guns in the ruling. Yeah, one hundred percent because. I mean that that's any that's one of those things that's well go do this or go do that and we'll let it no it's it if you wasted the ink to put it in the rule book you got to enforce right. it yep yep and it's not hey take your car back to your trailer and fix your body panel or something right. and come back you right. know we're talking a helmet deal it's outdated boom but but other than that I haven't like I said I haven't heard nothing about pre-tech. and you know they were thorough because it took the street stocks forever to get through tech after the race was done yeah and so, and so you know they didn't just roll everybody through no, and say I mean, we don't care sure so they were checking intakes and doing all which is good that's what they need to do um, in, that, in that race um, so a a plus on tech the scales were good because um TPO was seven pounds over yep. in his mod did you hear that yeah yep which was another thing we didn't talk about um was gonna bring it up Way too many laps in the features. Yep. Way too many laps. Yep. That was where that's where I was going next. Just overall show management. Yeah. That's the one. That's the one rip that I that I really had on it was. Yeah. No, nobody cares to watch that. Yep. Started out and and Wednesday is Wednesday. Okay. You had you had two extra B mains. You had extra heat races and all. You did have more races on mm-hmm. Wednesday. Okay. I get that. But like I said. The track need to start out a little bit better. So Wednesday, they could have shaved probably an hour and a half out of that. You get done 10.30, 10.30 a little before 11 anyway for sure. Shave an hour off. Yep. Um, what, I don't think anybody's going to complain about that. Um, I thought I thought the rest of the night was uh, – the rest of the week was was great. You're done by 10 o'clock both nights. Um, the finale got over about 11.20 was Saturday. 11. It was a little later now, but it wasn't, it wasn't midnight. No. No. So we'll give him a what? B? B plus? Yeah, it's going to have to be a B just because Wednesday, just because of the Wednesday night deal. And then, you know, hustling along, hustling along because of Johnny Home. That's DACA point. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But for the most part, I thought they, uh, um, you know, I thought they moved the show along and track prep. Boy, I mean, I. Hmm. The first, the first night was a D. The only way that's the only thing that saved him was a good late model race. Um, but th- th- those heat races on Wednesday, I mean, my dad looked over. I'm going to give him an incomplete on Wednesday. My dad looked over anything. at me on, and you know, my dad. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, he he sticks up for track maintenance guys. Says right. he, he did it for a hundred years. Right. He's like, this is the worst heat races I've ever seen, and they were bad. You can't have that on Wednesday night at your biggest show. Of the you can't. No. You cannot have bad heat races. You, I'm giving, you dictate the outcome. You could dictate the outcome of the winner of the 100 on Wednesday. Well, so here's my thing, and we talked about this a little bit. You can have bad heat races no matter what. It can happen because they're heat races. It, it's it's right. the way it goes. You can, yep. But there was no effort put into that track no. on Wednesday. No. None. And you could say, oh, you're just ripping on them, or you're, you're throwing them under the bus. I'm not throwing them under the bus. I'm being 100% objective. We're just being honest. When you turn the TV on. And there's two black strips in the racetrack during late model qualifying. There was zero effort put into that right. surface. Yeah. None. Yeah. It should be, it should, if anybody's bitching about anything, it should be that it's too slimy. Yeah. 
Because you know how many race cars you got in the pits. You know how long your show is going to be. Sorry, but it's got to be muddy at the beginning of the yeah. night. Well, that's that's why the Lucas and World Outlaws do hot laps first. Correct. They don't do hot laps and qualifying together. You know, they do hot laps first, get everybody off, have the mods, and some, you have some people come out there and run some hot laps. You know what I mean? So I'm going C. I'm going C minus on track prep. Now you went. Now you went from incomplete. You turned no, your homework no, in already? No. On 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 Wednesday, I'll give them incomplete. Oh, okay. But for the whole show, I'm going C minus because they, they got they totally freaking bombed Wednesday. Yes. And then they're moving tires out in heat yeah. races again because they ain't got the surface where it needs to be. No, they're not. I'm gonna. You got to get at least get them in the C category. C minus. That's where I'm at. C minus. Yep. I'm gonna go C plus. I can't. I can't go past that. Okay. I, I mean, like so you said, so if you blend us together, we're C, which is average, right? If they would have, if they would have done, um, and a lot of that has to do with the the late model race is obviously very good, but other than that, the rest of the racing was just okay. You know what I mean? Yep. It wasn't. You had your good races, you had some bad races, and you had just your okay race. I thought the majority of the races were just okay. So I'm going to put that on track prep. That's where you come up with a C, right? Does that make sense? It's fine with me. <laughs> What's next? Announcers. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, announcers. Ron Krog speaks for himself. Phenomenal yeah, job. That, he's that's priceless. Just you know. great. I, the, I he, love, he's, a, he's ageless. I love Jason. I love Jason Shoneman. I think he does. Shoneman did an awesome uh, job. He does a really good job. Um, the so. <laughs> The challenge series guy. I'm, I, I'm lukewarm on him. I I am too. But I'm. But he's he's, he's a nice fine. guy. Met the guy, and, um, and he's not bad. He's and done he's, Rice Lake. He does a little dream. Yep. He mispronounced my name when I was out. At, but I was probably a. I'm a Minnesota car out in Wisconsin, so you automatically yeah get they're your, gonna do something. You to, automatically get your name yeah. pronounced wrong. Um. The all, I so I watched the end of that late model race again on Wednesday. He had to been sleeping the whole race, okay? Because you had a really good race. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, coming out of two on the last lap, he got re- he got really excited. Then he turned it into a really good race. But I'm like, dude, you had one of the best late model races in a long time. Let's get excited. Let's get pumped up. Do a little bit more of that. So I got to give him a little knock on that. Ron was Ron's obviously Ron. Who else was there? Oh, your boy from uh, Kyle Kyle Hall Kyle Hall. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, with Kyle Hall. He's he, I I love his dedication. Um, he wants to help the sport. Um, he's just he needs to learn a little bit more and get a little bit better at what he does. It, it, it's just it's the facts of the matter. I I think I mean, and for their for his sake, their sake, they have no idea what the Wasota points are going into Wednesday night. The announcers. Hundred percent. That's come straight out of a soda office, and it's not done uh, consistently. Uh, did you hear him give a shout out to Ryan? Yep. During the Wednesday night yeah, show, because had, because he had to do Callie's job. Ryan had the breakdown of who had the shows and mm-hmm. who had what. Yep. And then he didn't know TPO took the five point lead because he won. Becker didn't. Going into the night, that should be right in front of your face. The points update, so these announcers can tell the crowd, can tell everybody on the Dirt Race Central deal. Hey, here's what's going on. With the points. It creates excitement. Hey, here you go. So correct. So overall announcing, oh boy, I'm not done yet. Okay, go ahead. I, I, if I'm gonna make, if I'm gonna be critical, I have to offer solutions. Okay. 
I'm with you, Shahneman, Krog, awesome. Kyle Hall. <laughs> I agree with everything you said. Dedicated, wants to be, wants to watch something grow, all those things. But the fact of the matter is, Jeff is. I like to play golf and I want to be good at it, but I'm not good at it, <laughs> and I'm never going to be good at it. Okay, doesn't mean that I'm not that I don't like to do it. Doesn't mean that I don't support golf courses. Right, right. But I'm never going to be that guy. Right. I'm just not. My we all have an area where we're limited in our skill set. That's mine. Um, I appreciate that he dedicates his time and does all of his stuff, but. There's not a seat for him at the Wissota right. 100 when there's right. so many other right. options. So, so let me put it this way, okay? Let's get him out of the booth. Can he do something else? What can he? Can he go sell fifty to fifty tickets he, instead absolutely. of the, instead of the BMX people? A- absolutely, taking away twenty grand. One hundred percent. Did we talk about that? No, but but okay. <laughs> so I'm going to offer my solution. Um, with soda board members, Rod Lindquist, all you guys that are listening to this because you want to hear how bad we're going to shred you. <laughs> There's a guy up in Fargo by the name of Corey Litton who Who's happens there? to be who was there who was there the whole time who happens to be phenomenal in any role you put him in with PA announcing whatever utilize the resource yeah. and he's been everywhere he did the Bristol Dirt National he knows everything he's done everything yeah yeah um when when you have a resource like that 45 minutes away and, and they know about him they they know plenty wow. about him and there's certain reasons why he wasn't there which we know about but we're not going to get into that here because we don't want to give anybody else press utilize your resources to make your show premiere yep 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 so tell me about bmx what happened <laughs> Didn't hear about this. I don't know the details. I yeah. have no idea what's going on. I don't know what was deal done in the past, but they do 50-50 raffle. Correct. So I don't know if this is I-94, if it's Don, if it's Uncle Donnie, if it's Mafia Don. Well, I mean, I don't know whoever it is, whatever his <laughs> name is. I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's Wasoda. Who does it? But they give the 50-50 raffle to the BMX track to raise money. Okay? Okay. Well, hell, it was over ten grand on Saturday. 50-50 was. It was seven grand on Friday, right? And it was three grand on Wednesday, and it was like somewhere in the five, six grand on Thursday. Because the BMX track's not at the track anymore, correct? I uh, they moved it, yeah. right? Okay. I bet that's part of the deal. I it is, but it's twenty grand. Right? Yep. Well, so but that this is good, Jeff. Because at least somebody that's buying something there isn't lining with soda's pockets. But hold on here a sec. I I don't disagree with you. Let's have Wasoda do this. Let's have Wasoda Promoters Association give some lucky fan ten grand. Not the BMX people. Catch my drift. Let's have fifty fifty though. Let's that's twenty grand. I know, but it's fifty fifty. They made fifty grand. They made twenty grand and gave away twenty grand. Or let's say, hey, let's take some of this money. We're gonna donate. We're gonna put it in the purse, or we're gonna have some drivers fund, or we're gonna have a ten thousand dollar pot of gold. Not, or it we can cannot be for the drivers. It's the Wasota one hundred. It can't be for the drivers. They don't do nothing for the drivers except take their money. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that's well, what. No, I'm, but hey, I'm fixing a, it at a different event. I'm fixing it at a different event that was run by a racetrack. Maybe those things would happen, <laughs> but it will never happen with Wasota. I'm giving them ideas. 
And may, and I think that was part of you the deal. You know what to think of our ideas, Jeff. <laughs> I think that was part of the deal because I know it did when he removed the BMX track and moved right. it. Hey, let me give you 50 50 and you raise your money for it. Okay. How many years? They've been doing it for years, the BMX is. So Correct. Like, but it, at the end of the day, I had a bunch of people comment to me and say, well, what, why is the BMX getting the 50? How come I 94? How come with soda or whoever else is in getting it? So, so uh, next topic contingency prizes. Um, so you added stuff to the winners. You took away stuff from the pit meeting. You had way more than you have in the past. The C. Yeah, Rob Peter to PayPal, basically. Okay, but they did add more for the winners and the second place guy. The second third place guy got tires, and there was a couple things. No, no on it, their cars it was it, it was it was better. It was better. It so was that's better, why I'm but, just, but. This was an issue that everyone was bitching about a year ago. Yeah. It should have been a focal point. TPO even said and it, it wasn't Lane. a focal point. It, it it either wasn't a focal point or they don't care. It's either A or B because they had 365 days to come up with something to make this better. And nobody's expecting well, they they're nobody's expecting them to be boon overnight. Okay? No, they did listen though. They, to us. Well, they did listen. They they tried to. They did. I'm giving them a C. I, there, it got better. Plenty of room for improvement. All right, I'll, I'll be generous. I'll, I'll agree with you. I, I, I think there, it got better from a driver's standpoint. It's tough with the pit meeting deal. You got all those cars there. You got to. I mean, they used to. I got. I won a body brace kit from there one year. Right. Um, I mean, it used to, and they used to be like four sets of that. Right. Um, at, the end, at the end of the day, that's a couple hundred bucks. Um, and there used to be a ton of stuff, track mats. And I mean, you're trying to tell me you can't get, you got all these product sponsors, QA one and world and world products did give away gift certificates to every class. Um, I did see that. Um, so props to them, but you got all these product sponsors. Let's, let's chop, chop. I mean, Simpson was $50 for four nights. Like, come on. I mean, let's, let's give a pair of shoes away. Let's get a pair of gloves. Let's get a helmet. You know what I mean? Let's do one helmet mar- per night. The margins or- on this shit are ridiculously high. I'm sorry, but do a better job of negotiating deals to put something into your event. Right. You want, you want to know why people, number one, are so pissed off about how much it costs? Because they get nothing in return. Oh, t- That's the thing. Take your 50-50 money, buy $20,000 worth of stuff. Wow. Contingency prizes. I don't know. I don't know. Won't happen out there. So yeah, I'm going to give that. Uh, that's going to be a C. You got anything else on your overall. list? Overall. 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 Oh boy. Um, did we? Sh- what was it last year? Um. So the main stuff, contingency stuff was better. I thought. I think we gave him a B plus last year, and I'm going C this year. Yeah. And the reason why I'm we going didn't to give him a B plus last year. We did. There's no way. In the comparison to the year before, I think we did. There's no the show B ran. plus. I think we did. Um, fan count needs to be better. Car count needs to be way better. That's a negative. That's that's a huge um, negative. This, there's still nickel and diamond drivers to death. Track prep was way worse this year than it was last they year. They cut the purse. That's a lot more negatives than we think it is. Um, contingency was up. Um, I forgot to talk about this on the one and go show. Props to Wasota for bringing the Mod 4, Pierstock, and Hornet champions that won in Bemidji um, props to them, bringing them to I 94 and, and, and letting everybody know that who was they good. are. That was cool. I thought that was, I, I I'm going to give props to them for that. 
Um, that was cool. Just, not, no, nobody knows who those people are. The problem are. was we had to listen to Kyle Hall talk the whole time <laughs> instead of letting the people that actually won the race talk. My wife was so, so, my wife doesn't, isn't critical. She made me mute the TV. She's like, I can't handle this no more. Uh, so, Every other race that so, night. Mute. Boy. So you're going with a C? I'm going with a C. Average. I I, yeah. I agree with that. I, I mean, I do. I do agree. I, and I think the main thing with the C is, I thought the racing was average. It was. I mean, I. And okay. when you have one event that you put on a year, a C is as good as an F. You have all of your resources towards one event. Well, and you're right, because that once if you look at that from a from a standpoint, if we if we give them a C and say, well, we gave them a C, racing, you know, it'd be different if we gave them an A minus because the racing was unbelievable. You're gonna now you're gonna forget about you're gonna forget about the purse. You're gonna right. forget about the lack of crowd. You know, you're gonna forget about some things. But now all of a sudden you knock them down to a C, and it's like, well, why was a C? Well, that's yeah. And and the back and the back uh, the back of the operation was very unorganized. You nickel, I've heard it from you nickel and dime everybody to death, and you cut the purse again. Right. Well, why do you think you got to see? Nah. So, so okay, let's let's shoot let's let's be done with that horse because <laughs> we're like almost an hour into this right now, and I knew we were going to talk about the slot today. I want to talk about I want to give drivers and fans direction going forward because there's there's things. There's things that you want to support that support local racing, and then there's other things that just support enterprises, right? I mean, it's special season, but not all specials are created equally. So you just if, if you just went to the Wasota fundraiser and dumped all your money and you're done going to races for years for the year, I'm sorry that you're broke and you're done because you didn't see the best race, but you saw a lot of racing and now you don't have any money left. So we got a full calendar from here all the way into the second week of October. Yep. So we're going to we're going to give race fans a little bit of a travel buyers guide here. Okay? This, this these are good places to spend your money. Cuz you're supporting race tracks and you're supporting racers and you're yep. supporting local yep. communities. So this weekend we've got a few options. Um old Mr. Trantina down at Granite City Motor Parks got his third annual Piston Cup. Yep. Um I'd suggest going to that show if you're in the St. Cloud area. I, their track has been getting better. They put a lot of work into it, and you're supporting you're supporting a racetrack. And you're going to have the quality of cars. Yep. going to be good. Cars is going to be good. So we got that one. We'll, we'll put that one on the to-do list. Um, what else we got? Oh, Menominee. Punky Manor Challenge of Champions this weekend. And the Dwayne Mater Memorial makeup got moved into mixed that. Into that. Yep. that. That's a big event for Western Wisconsin. Yep. It's been going on for a long time. Um, another one. Yep, been there forever. Run by the right people for all the right reasons. Support that event. Go down to Deer Creek. You got the USMTS Fall Jamboree. Yep, Queensland family's been running that event for down there for a long time. Yep. If you've never been there, it's one to go go go. Yeah, really and good. there'll be um the flip side is um, especially up in here there'll be some Minnesota guys that go down there, yes, so you'll recognize some names down there as well. And then you go out to Jamestown for the Stock Car Stampede this weekend, Correct. which is a little bit of a fringe deal for us now because it's so IMCA heavy yeah. and we're not yeah. IMCA people around here, but they're still running with Soto late models and I think Midwest Modifieds and Street, and street Socks. Yep. So there'll be some local cars that'll be out there as well. Um, and that's a long standing, I think over 50 years they've been running yeah. Stampede, haven't they? Yep. yep. Very long standing events. So that those are all good events to go support. 
And then you got the uh, you got the Paul Bunyan Stampede in Bemidji. Um, Sher- That's this weekend too. Yep, Sheridan's got a fall classic. Oh wow! Uh, and you got the big uh, the Thunder Bay Truck That's, Center Dirt yeah. Nationals up in Thunder Bay. It just sucks. Huge the, event. The, up the weather there. looks just. It looks miserable like, yeah. up there though that's the flip side it looks like the whole weekend may rain out too so uh autumn what's the autumn classic that's down that's down at uh that's at casino down oh, in that's Watertown. right and, and he's been running that for a few years too and um they do a good job running a show down there it's their last show of the year another good one to go support there'll be a lot of good cars there yep so this and this when we talked about this 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 is the uh the one uh it's the one more this weekend, a lot of racing. Then after yep. that, it really dies down. Then you're kind of So then we get to the following weekend of the 30th. The best paying special of the entire season is the weekend of September 30th out in Ashland, Wisconsin. Yep, correct. The Red Clay Classic is phenomenal. And the way they treat their fans, their drivers, everybody there is top shelf. I mean, these people pay back huge money, and they don't nickel and dime anybody for anything. It, it's a really really good show the plan is if it works right i'm going to try go out there for saturday this year so we'll see how that works um the same weekend you got just up the road here where they just ran the 100 up at old what do we call it sure step (laughs) (laughs) i-94 i-94 i-95 speedway oh that's run by a private enterprise yeah people complaining about pitsy all it's fee 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 people fee. complaining about pit stalls already yep. so you have an option for you in western minnesota lose madtown showdown at, at uh, madison speedway the same weekend run by madison speedway itself good event every year lots of cars um they won't soak you for everything that you do go support madison go there don't care what the purse is support them yeah and i don't um I don't know who else is doing. Is Princeton doing anything that weekend? Uh, I think Princeton's done for the year. So that was that for that. Oh, Brown oh, Brown County, that's canceled. They took that off the deal. So that next that, that weekend, you got those three choices. Okay. Then the weekend after that, you Just have... Fall Classic and Ogilvy. Yeah, which is another private enterprise event. Not interested. <laughs> um... I'm just, I'm just saying. Can Am? Is that the following weekend? Yeah. That's, if it gets in, if it doesn't get fogged or snowed out, that's another private enterprise event. So, <laughs> if you're going to support local racetracks, your options are getting skinny the next two weeks. Go do it. What do we got? Yeah, the seventh of October. We got. Uh, Looking for any other options here. I don't know. I don't know what the heck's going on. Boy, she's a... Quick update. Uh, Ricky Thornton Jr. swept Knoxville. He did. Um, He wasn't even close. Did Uh, did you see Scott Bloomquist's podcast? He was talking about Ricky Thornton Jr.? (laughs) So I was watching him and McDowell were telling stories, but I I saw Barry Brown's post about... He goes, sorry about that. Not real thrilled about what Scott Bloomquist said about 20RT. What did he say about him? He said, I really don't know the guy that well, but he said, I'm going to tell you this. He's got the fast recipe right now. 
but he's not a very fast race car driver because he makes a lot of stupid mistakes and he goes as soon as somebody else that's a real shoe gets the same recipe he's got he's going to be in trouble that's what <laughs> oh, he oh that was awesome that's what he told Perfect. that's what he said thank you mr bloomquist and and here's and Ricky Thornton Jr., you cannot argue about what he's accomplished and modified in his career. Right. But he is still a greenhorn in a late model with a very fast race car. Once somebody else gets this recipe figured out that they got figured out, <laughs> we'll see how good of a driver he is. The recipe. Yeah. Uh, so there. Um... And Bloomquist straight out came out and said, there was this, well, he's cheating, he's cheating. He goes, he's not cheating. He goes, nobody cheats. He goes, the reason everybody says they're cheating it's because we all got fans, and when we're struggling and people start asking us what's going on, the easiest thing to do is tell them that the other guy's cheating. He said, we all do it. He said, nobody's cheating. He said, how do you cheat with no rules? Right. Basically, there is no <laughs> There's only one way. Right. So. Right. Um, and they're cracking down on the tire stuff, so it's right. something else. Um, so, yeah, he swept the weekend there in Knoxville. Um, it, was, it was okay racing. It wasn't ghost town stands. Um, even Saturday was bad. You gotta wonder how much longer that event's yeah, gonna continue they're, they're, because they said they're, they're doing it again, but they're switching dates. Um, it's a lot of stuff going on in the area. I think they're, they're th- kind of thinking the boon hurts that deal. One hundred percent. People are just they're tapped out. They're, they're out of money. Yep. Um, so they're thinking about moving that deal. Uh, World Outlaws is off again this weekend. Uh, Lucas out in Brownstown, thirty to win out the. Uh, was that the something one hundred? What is it the Jackson, no, yeah. what is it? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The Jackson, Jackson 100. 100. Yep. Um, so that's thirty grand to win. So it should be uh, should be a decent race out there. I think the sprint cars are back this way now too. They were out in California. Uh, was oh, it? they're they're back. They're back and and uh, they're somewhere on north flyover yeah. country. So we actually got racing worth watching again. Yeah, sweet one Friday and Buddy Kofoid won on Saturday. Uh, I don't like out, that western swing. I don't California. like the tracks out there. Yeah, no, it's not my thing. It's tough. I, I, I get what they're trying to do, but. And the good, a uh, lot of locals out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the crowds are good, too. So um, from that standpoint, right. it's good. But for us around here, it's, it is what it is. So that's kind of the national scene. Um, is that is Deer Creek full? Is that a USMTS deal? Yes. Is that yeah, a two-day it, or a three-day? Three. It's, it's a their, three, it's isn't it? crown jewel. Well, I think that the, yeah, the USMTS championship is decided tomorrow night, I believe, for the points deal. And then Friday, Saturday is the Jamboree. Okay. That's how it used, I don't, I haven't looked at, but that's how it used to be. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's here and there. Yeah. It should be a buttload of mods down there. So that should be. Yeah. Um, there, I mean, there's still a lot of big races going on, but it's, it's going to die here in three weeks. Yep. You know? Well, then the flip side is when you get into, then you get into October and then early November, then you got the dirt track world championships at Eldora with Lucas. And then you're going to have, uh, down in Charlotte with the World Outlaw stuff. Yep. So uh, there's a lot of stuff to watch, and before you know it, you'll be at the watching the Dome. You got three guys named Hanson on your hockey team? Um, I had two. Down to one. Had. <laughs> What's had? <laughs> one guy decided he didn't want to play. So That's not good. Yeah. She only got one Hanson. Right now, yeah. Mm. I'm going to find out. That sounds boring. One Hanson, that sounds boring. That's all you need. Well, there's only what, one Derek Bugard. There's only one. Yeah, but Bob he gets, a, he, gets in a, he gets in a fight in the first period, gets booted the rest of the game. You got nobody. It's only one Ty Domi. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, twins are winning. Twins are winning. Yeah. 
It should be clinched here up pretty soon, huh? What is it down to? Six, four, five? Down four. to four? One seven's seven rip last Cleveland night. lost again to the Royals yeah. two in a row. They the thing that's that exciting game. about the Twins right now is they're beating they're beating playoff teams. Yeah. My well, kid, there's my, been some national talk now. Everybody's all of a sudden talking about them with all these young guys they got. And, it's, it's, and the flip side is their pitching's doing real well right yeah. now, which they've never had. My kid says, tells me, he goes, well, yeah, it's going to be f- interesting to watch them lose in the first round of the playoffs again. I said, they're going to win the whole thing. <laughs> he looks at me, he goes, what? He goes, what in the hell are you even talking about? <laughs> I said, I said, long before you were even a thought in 1987, <laughs> they won the Western Division by four games, barely got into the playoffs. Got they got hot at the right time and they ran the table. Yeah, I said, yeah, this is this is how things work. Right on. Uh, got to thank our sponsors. Get to shopbeanstock.com. Get your dirt podcast apparel. Um, should get that out on all the tracks. Beanstalks, anti-roller rockers, and street stocks. I don't <laughs> like that. Well, I mean, I get it, but I don't know if you saw Todd Carter's post on that whole deal. No. Um, you start changing the your valve train dynamic, and they start getting into uh, geometry. You start into getting a lot more different stuff. So you gotta you gotta come up with a spec rocker, and we did. The problem was they were Soto was going to do a spec spec rocker. Problem was Speedway couldn't kick out enough, so it was a supply and demand. Well, not issue. everybody's going to buy them immediately. No, but it was a supply and demand issue two years ago. So hopefully now the, su- the supply. It's going to be a big topic because you're because now you got if you do the streets, you got to do the streets, the Midwest Mods, and the Supers. Well, hundred percent. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of because those are the three classes that have been causing. This has been causing problems. That's a lot for of spec years. rockers. So yeah, but they're um, not all going to buy them immediately. Well, no, so, some some guys have never broken one, and yeah, they're going to keep running the cheap junk. It's weird. It's weird. You know, no, you haven't. I mean, it's it is what it is. So, um, so shopbeanstock.com, elevate-visual.com. Um, get a hold of Brandon if you need any uh, drone video production needs, anything like that. Real estate, land, acreage, whatever you own out there. Um, just hope there's no ceiling fans around. Or barn fans and or fences, telephone poles. What else did you guys run into with your drones and Boone and? That wasn't our guys. Oh, that was some someone put it in the fence or something. Was that in Fergus or at? Yeah, the guy, some newbie put a, a drone to the fence at Fergus. <laughs> His name wasn't. We're, hey, I have an idea of how. <laughs> I have a very good idea how to test drone. Uh, durability. <laughs> we're gonna give we're we're gonna give Jeff Hansen the remote control to a drone, oh, no. and he has to follow. He has to have the drone follow himself everywhere he goes looking for oh, his golf ball. No, and we're gonna see how long that drone lasts before it's in seventeen no. pieces. No, it's, it's gonna o- be in over, the woods on whole over one. under is ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. No. Uh, and then uh, special thanks to Team Redline Graphics, to Tamman down, Tamman's down there in Clara City for uh, uh, the stickers for the Dirt Podcast and uh, and supporting the show. So other hey, I got that, one more update for you. One more update from Dan. You were going you were going to go to the sites before your tranny shit. So right. So you didn't go. So the 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 Shockers fundraiser golf tournament. That we played in last year, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happened again. Oh, jeez, you we, didn't go, did oh, you? Oh, I went. Come on, I went, and, and Jay took your spot. <laughs> so same it's, course. It's yep. Was it in worse shape or no? Way better. Was it way better? Yeah, yeah. No props to them. They did a they did a really good job of it. Me, Hans, 
his brother bro, his brother Bo and Jay. You thought it was slow last year. It was worse. No, come on. I got home at eight fifteen. What? Oh, I would have lost my you know what. And I only Did you guys start at noon or one? Noon. Oh no. And I only heard one golf cart roof get hit the whole time. <laughs> I heard a lot of fours and a lot of loud music on oh, golf cart. I mean man. it was a yeah, it was a, Yeah, I get it. We we shot sixty seven, which was we left five out there. The winners are fourteen under. Here's what I learned about scrambles. If you don't have a chick that can bomb it, chick. don't play. Yeah, because they still get let them hit from the red tees. Yep, you got a chick that can rifle at two fifty, two seventy five, and you can find it without a Labrador. You're in business. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're hit. They're hitting eight irons in a par fives. You can't compete with it. So yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about something. Well, we won't have to talk about the Minnesota one hundred next week. Hopefully, Billiam gives us a tech update this week. Yeah, I'm assume. I don't know. We'll see what happens. So, all right, there, folks. There you have it. Um, season two, episode twenty-five in the books with your podcast. For my co-host Dan, Brandon on production. I am Jeff, and we will catch you on the flip side.